You are now listening to Oh, they're coming to rob rob us and rape us and that is coming. I don't know where you're hearing that, but nobody literally nobody's saying that. I know English people that aren't supposed to be here, but I don't complain about them, them, them. I'm not trying to out like, you, but I want... Get me in a gotcha moment? No, no gotchas, because I do gotchas, but it's not a gotcha, okay? okay. They all know you as, like, a Alex Jones apologist? Yeah, pretty much. Alt-right adjacent, I think. Alt-right adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> a liar? What else? A racist? Uh-huh. A... A lunatic, uh-huh. an N-word hater. No, 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 no. But in the event of an emergency, your regular exit might not be the quickest or safest. Hey, this emergency exit is painted on. There's no way out. There's no way out. We do. We do. We do. That's right. When push came to shove, some host couldn't take the heat. They'll call you names and Trump's to blame, but really, they couldn't take the defeat. That is your emergency exit. This is episode 152, and man, it's 420, man, 420, 422, actually. (laughs) It's again 10 on 10 in our floating tin can. Far above the world. All right. I'm Los. You can follow me on Twitter at That's Right Los. Joining me for, uh, it's, been a, it's been a while, but joining us again is the Holy Hispanic himself, David Aguilar. You can see him on YouTube at the Holy Hispanic. That's right. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. And making sure he's streaming and making sure we are live to you guys on 10. If you're watching on channel 10, give us a call. The number is down there just gliding along the little yellow rail there. Um, is Brandon the Hard Hat Mitchell. That's right. Brandon, thank yeah. you very much. Man, I'm hoping we're live right now. You're hoping we're live. <laughs> yeah, we're not exactly sure if someone can go. Can you just go to the website? Uh, I'm, I'm on it right now. Just I'm all right. For it to Let's refresh. see if we're on there. Anyways, we are going to talk about all sorts of stuff today. AOC, we'll talk about forced social distancing, if that's constitutional. What do you think mm. about it? I definitely mm. have seen friends on Facebook kind of cheer for people getting uh, in trouble, if you will, for not following the rules. Um, let's see what else here. Fake news, of course, we'll talk. We'll, there's more fake news out there, and we're going to just we're gonna sniff it out and find it. We've got some Biden news, funny video, uh, Trump stuff, a little bit of Democrat stuff. So, uh, David. Yes. It's good to see you again, man. Man, isn't it good? It's great. I love seeing people. Yeah. What have you been up to in this whole thing? Man, I've just been working my ass off. Um, um, uh, I work for like a fitness company doing like a lot of video work for like YouTube and all that kind of stuff. So since this kind of took place, we've been like working on like at home fitness programs and like the last two days, I haven't had any sleep because I've been like nonstop editing. Um, but other than that, it's just been busy and it's been crazy and it's been good. I mean, I've been just at home. I mean, my wife uh, got laid off, but I mean, you know, she's been at home and painting and like refurbishing furniture. And we've just been like taking time to just like enjoy ourselves and have fun. So it hasn't really affected us that much other than we're not going to like penthouse pizza or, you know, restaurants as much as we used to. 
Yeah, so we you we know you from your videos, and we first played your video of the Jesse Smollett costume. Yes, I don't think we saw any J- Jesse Smollett costumes uh, last Halloween. No, we didn't, and I was and I was very sad about that. Yeah, everyone is just—it's too woke, and nobody's uh, nobody's into I it. And I wanted to start a revolution. Out. I thought I was—I thought I was a dreamer, and you know, I guess I guess not. Yeah, the only one. <laughs> yeah, I'm there, right? Did y'all, so, what do you think about that video? The the Gal Gadot and dreamer with celebrities. Oh, I, I whatever. Like the one thing we really need right now is you know. <laughs> Celebrities singing and imagine to us. Imagine there's no money. Horses it was so depressing, dude. I was like, are you like when I saw that pop up on Facebook? I was like, that was like the most depressing thing. Like, I'm a very positive person, and that got me sad. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else? What was the what's the last video you've made that's sitting on YouTube um, right now? Well, right now I just uh, uploaded a video. Uh, so since we've been doing like this fitness program um, and I've just been editing nothing but fitness videos like the last like three weeks, um, I made like a fitness for photographer video and how you could work out with like your photography gear. And I just thought it was funny because like I feel like I'm, a, I'm also like a, a gym rant and I like to work out. And since the gym's been closed down, I haven't been able to work out. Uh, but like Walmart and, and you know, uh, Academy has some weights. And so I've been doing like a lot of home workouts, but then one day I just thought, I was like, how funny would it be to shoot a, fit, a video about working out with your camera as weight? And so then I just did like a really funny three minute video about working out with your camera gear. <laughs> you got to do anything to keep that swole on there. Hey man, you know what I mean? But I mean, I've also had videos talking about, you know, Jeffrey Epstein and and the Clinton Foundation and Nexium, you know, I've talked about Trump derangement. So like, you know, I've I just like messing around. I like, you know, there's days where I feel like getting very conspiracy theory, and then there's days where I just feel like, you know, talking about stuff that doesn't really matter. So I like to just throw things in the air. Well, speaking of conspiracy theory, today is Earth Day, April twenty mm. second, right? And supposedly it was. Now they they say it's. Debunked, but the the man who invented and organized the first Earth Day celebration and real environmentalist, the guy, um, can you look this up, Brandon? I forget the guy's name. It's like Ian or Ivan or something. Uh, anyways, guy killed his his girlfriend and hid the body, and it was hidden for a while, and it only was noticed when the neighbors noticed this brownish red fluid that was dripping through the ceiling and a very very bad odor and they found her like stuffed in the closet like halfway mummified or some shit just gross and uh, so wait who was this person this is the guy that first organized earth day but now because of this whole thing and it's sort of a conspiracy because since it happened they tried to say it never happened that he, he was never this even though time magazine back in the day said that he was the organizer, and that's what – there was this famous picture of him. Do you have that uh, – let me see if I can get that up. Let me get you up, Brent. Yeah, there you go. There he is oh. there. What do you got there? Gaylord Nelson. Gaylord Nelson. No, no, no. So that's who you're going to find who actually uh, invented mm. Earth Day, this Nelson character. Anyways, it's it's a conspiracy that he actually didn't 
but they, they, this is the way they erased it. Now he went to jail, this guy, um, Ian something, right. And he, Ivan, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting his name, whatever, he killed his, his girlfriend. So who cares a fuck about his name? Anyways, <laughs> this guy, um, has been in jail and he just died like, like a week ago, a couple weeks ago on the, like the third of April. 2020 just a couple uh, 20 days away from was it the second just a few days away from Earth Day again which he still I think he still claims that he came up with it so he'll ne- we'll it's never so know weird. now he'll never yeah. know man I love like you know I love conspiracy theories man like that just kind of gets my my wheels rocking sometimes well have you have you have you ever heard of that one before no, that's a new one for me. Yeah, and ma- mainly mainly because I I never gave a crap about Earth Day. Like even like when I first heard about it, I thought that was like a hippie thing, so I never like took it serious. Um, but because you don't like hippies, right? Is that why? I, well, you know, there's one, there's two things I do not like in this world, and one of them is hippies. You're absolutely right about that. The smelly. Yeah, the other one is carnies, which is almost the same as hippies. Yeah, man, carnies. I get you. I get you, man. You got that limp hand. All right, so let's get into talking about some of the stuff here. I'm going to get this StreamYard thing down out of the way here and pull this guy up. So AOC, can you pull up this first this first link there? And it's our, our good old friend that we used to our, – our first podcast we made together was yes. a, we talked heavily about the, the Chapete of the week. And yes. AOC is uh, – what, what were you going to say? I would say she 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 deems herself almost to be the chapete of the decade. I think chapete um, of the four years that she's been running, and yeah, like she just keeps surprising me in her idiocy. I'm just like, are you really that dumb? But well, one thing you can say, this is something that's been great here. She, Alexandria Casio Cortez. This is from scoop.upworthy.com. Alexandria Casio Cortez has been personally delivering food to those in need during the crisis. Check this out. While other lawmakers rest easy in their homes, the House Democrat has shown us what real leadership looks like. And there's clear, look at these pictures. She's got the mask on with the gloves, and she's like, here's your fucking takeout, you fucking pig. There it is. You lazy fuck. She's like looking over at the camera like, make sure you're getting this, all right? Just got enough face there, you know it's me, right? Oh boy, I know she did that turn like, huh? And it's funny. There's there's uh, all these people on Facebook that oh man, just another reason why I love her. I just love this woman. And do we want to forget that uh, that she's running for re-election in just what mm-hmm. is it seven months? <laughs> Wait, who's uh, that? Uh, that black girl that's running against her seems very interesting. I can't remember uh, her name. Is she Republican? I think so. I hope like a Republican wins that, but even Nancy Pelosi says, um, a glass of water will definitely win that just if it has a D on its name. Just seriously. Yes. <clears throat> My mouth is parts stuff to that. I swear, I, I feel like she's like on crack half of the time she speaks. But listen. She's always, she's always like jittery and like, like looking like the Crypt Keeper. Like uh, I always like imagine, uh, uh, geez, Fire Marshal Bill from In Living Color. Yeah, In Living Color. <laughs> uh, you know, 
let me tell you something. I'm just imagining what folks would say if Trump was donating his time and money, mm-hmm. you know, how they portray him. Um, just, just remind you guys, he donates his $4,000 a year paycheck. So there they go. Nothing to see here. And then uh, come back to me when Chipette does that herself. <laughs> there. I'll tell you that much. And, you know, that, does, that doesn't stop there. AOC, she's tweeting. She There was something that happened. And uh, let's just go ahead and go to this New York Post article. And I want to try to get through these articles kind of quick. we got a lot of stuff to go through this, uh, this time around. If you guys want to give us a call, if you hate what I'm saying and you uh, really love AOC, the number is uh, 830-875-0637. That's right. This comes from the New York Post. Uh, AOC deletes tweets celebrating oil crash, record low interest rates here. All right. Alexandria Casio de Chapete deleted a tweet that appeared to celebrate oil prices plummeting. And uh, sorry, I didn't turn down that. Uh, oil prices plummeting as a result of the economic downfall caused by the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, let's see. You absolutely love to see it. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wrote Monday night on a Twitter before t- deleting the post. This line with record low interest rates means it's the right time for worker-led, mass investment, and green infrastructure for to save our planet. <sighs> and she had to throw it Bro, that, that was perfect. That was perfect. Sounds just like her, right? It was just like, I thought I was talking to AOC. I was like, I didn't know your beard could grow that long. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> The progressive darling was referring to oil prices plummeting more than $10 a a barrel into negative territory for the first time in history. Mm -hmm. As a result, the Dow Jones industrial average tumbled as much as fucking a ton of points, 507.44 points or about 2.1% at the open after posting gains for two consecutive weeks. Um, Let's see. I'm going to keep reading here. Why not? After facing some criticism for the tweet, she took it down and sent out another post. This snapshot is being acknowledged as turning point to the climate movement. That's uh, that pretty bad. She wrote that in her revised post. Fossil fuels are in the long-term structural decline. This along with low interest rates means the right time to create millions of jobs transitioning to new renewable and clean energy, clean opportunity. Hey, now her new tweet <laughs> response to Twitter, and she's saying all that crap. On Tuesday, President Trump proposed establishing a relief fund for oil gas industry as a result of the economic plunge. Oh, yeah, and he's saying mm. that. Anyways, what do you think about that? She said think- something pretty evil. She's pretty happy about uh, – actually, let's read that tweet. He goes, you actually love to see it. This, along with record low interest rates, means it's time – it's the right time for a worker-led mass investment in green infrastructure and save our planet. And she's she means well by, but does she not realize all the people that are going to lose their job from it? Yeah, and it's like like, do you not care how this is going to affect our economy? I feel like you got to look at more than just the agenda, right? Some people just want the agenda to be pushed and like this is what we're trying to do, so that's the most important thing. But like the people who are hurting, the businesses, like. You know, it's it's affected more people than we think, and it seems like she doesn't even really care about that, which is weird because, like, wasn't she like an econ major, or didn't she like? Isn't that what she got her degree in? I like, believe that's about these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, how like how how do you not know about this? Come on. 
Well, someone should be advising her. She should. Her message is good. And you know what bothers me the most is the people that post it. And like, she's like, oh, my hero. I love this like Mm. woman. And she's so great. It's like, I would like to like her too. But she says some terrible things and agrees with some terrible ideas that I'm not really into. And then, you know, some old uh, hosts on this uh, podcast would be like, oh, well, you must be sexist. Or, oh, you like her. You really, you really think she's hot or something, right? You're just pissed off that you can't have her or something. I don't know. Yeah, and it, or it's like you know why, or it's like why are you so obsessed with her? Like, oh, why do you just keep talking about? Why her? are it's you like, so obsessed with her? Yeah, yeah. It's like well, we can't we can't help to because it's like it's it's one day after the other where it's just like one stupid thing after the other she says you just can't help but want to comment, you know? Yeah, uh, let's see. Richard Bennett says she's got a really nice ass though. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever checked her out to be a hundred percent honest with you. Uh, I mean, I'm sure she's got a pretty nice body, but she, you know, she does that. All dr- she does this whole dressing down routine. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, oh, I'm just one of you, right? But didn't like what wasn't like didn't she within the first few months of her being, you know, in in Congress or whatever, asked for like a raise? Like it's like, come on, like aren't you supposed to be for the people? And you're trying to take from the people? Like I don't know. I always seem it just seems like she's not living up to even her own values sometimes. Well, we'll find out, man. She's she's definitely up for re-election in just a few short months, and that's why she's out there. Uh, if we can't have little rallies where I can try to raise money, guess what? I'm going to go out there and pretend that I give a flying fuck about y'all and deliver yeah. some deliver one or two packages of food and then make sure someone takes a picture. And as soon as that happens, we're like, all right, we're out of here. Let's go. Mission accomplished. You know, what's up? So she can play it. We'll see. Uh, I'm sure she did a lot more than one or two, and she actually yeah. gave a shit. I'm sure, whatever. Moving on. Um, I lost my – maybe oh, – I lost my screen where I can't see you guys anymore, so I have to rely on this Facebook thing over here. But if, <laughs> if you can still see me, everything's good. All right, so yes. forced social distancing. So we know the deal, everybody, right? We know the deal. We are supposed to keep six feet away from everybody. You go to the grocery store. They've got little stickers on the floor where you're supposed to put your feet. And I think, by the way, if you look at some of those feet, they're bare feet. So I don't think they want you to put your bare feet on them. Correct me if I'm wrong. If I think I've seen those at HEB. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Have they been? Are they bare feet? Um, I haven't paid that much attention to them. I just, I, the one that I've gone to... I think it's been like shoe marks. Maybe, maybe they were shoes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I, 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 I think I, you're probably thinking back. of a, you're probably thinking of a Michio Kana. <laughs> I've been there only a couple times there. Get my carne asada. There you go. Anyways, social distancing. We know it. We, you can't, you can't gather anymore. And then I started seeing these things where, there are churches that are trying to gather. And there was one that caught me in particular. Now I get it. Maybe you can't have more than 10 people in a church or something. Maybe we can't make that happen. Uh, my mom called it. We, I think we talked to my mom not too long ago in one of the episodes. And she told me she watches the live stream and prays at home, you know. Mm-hmm. And you can still donate, I'm sure. I don't know if she's doing it through PayPal or Venmo or how they want to handle that. I think they would go through as long as they can get their tax exempt, they got to holler at Venmo. Hey, we don't want that tax, all right? That goes all through us. That's Jesus's money. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, 
what really got me going was this one where uh, it was driving, you know, like a drive-in theater where you, you park your car, tune the frequency on, and you get to uh, watch a, a movie on a big screen. And they were trying to do that with a church, and it got shut down. And I go, out of all the things, I get, I get it if there's more than 10 people, you know. And I still don't agree that they'll shut it down or they need to shut it down like that, you know. The 10 people are there, the damage has been done, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it going. But I thought it was egregious that they shut down a drive-in where everybody was in their own car, Mm-hmm. Freak up, tuned the frequency of the radio to what the preacher said, some AM station or FM station, and uh, he starts preaching. What was what's so wrong with that? Is and then they shut that down. Is that not unconstitutional? Yeah, and I, you know, it was funny because I was thinking about that earlier, and I mean, I haven't, I haven't given this thought full attention, but it was like, isn't this almost the same argument as like my body, my choice, like? If I want to go out and put my body in jeopardy, shouldn't I be able to do that? People have this argument of women want to say, well, it's my body. I should have whatever I want to say about my baby, whatever, right? Don't want to bring that argument up. But I'm thinking like, well, shouldn't we have something to say about our body? Because there's so many businesses who are losing money, who are almost going to tank because they cannot serve anybody. They can't do these things. And a lot of these businesses are saying we're willing to put our lives in jeopardy because we would rather put our, ourselves in this harm's way than than lose our money and not being able to provide. So I think this is almost like a my body, my choice kind of argument that I want to drain out of it just to piss off the left. But, yeah, I think I do think it's unconstitutional. I think it's like, you know, we should have the rights to do what we want to do. And if we want to go out and put ourselves in jeopardy of getting sick, then we should have the liberty to do that. And if you want to stay home, then you should have the liberty to to do that. You know what I mean? But that's yeah. just the way I feel. You see somebody out there and they're with, and they're not wearing their mask or something. Stay away from them. You have your mm-hmm. mask stay away from them. What are, you, what are you doing outside anyways? Stay out. Mm-hmm. Stay out. Exactly. Stay inside, you know? And you know what's even worse is that they're, they're stopping people laying on beaches just mm-hmm. by themselves on, on a beach. And so I've got this from this news uh, article here from The Sun. Can you pull that up there, Mr. Hard Hat there? Quad bike cops flying a drone swoop on a sunbather, lay, laying in a desert, deserted beach and find him for breaking the lockdown. And this happens in Italy, though. But uh, let me tell you, we're not funny. enough. Uh, one of my friends reposted on, on Facebook the other day, um, I think it was in Laredo that they were fining people four thousand dollars for being outside of curfew, and I was 4, like, 000. "Yeah, it was insane." Well, not to mention, dude. Uh, also, uh, New York—they just said something. Yeah. Hey, if you're out there, you see somebody, and you see a you know a group of gathering or something, take a picture and mm-hmm. send it to this number, and uh, we'll we'll take care of it. You know, we'll take care of the problem or something like that. Tattletailing all of a sudden. Now, that's just, what kind of world do we live in where they're just like, okay, you see some people walking out there and you take a, you take a picture of them. But it's funny because they say that now, but when it was with Antifa, they didn't want to acknowledge any of that, right? When it was Antifa gathering together, beating people up, burning things down, doing all this stuff, they were like, oh, don't tell us about those group of people. But it's like, if there's a group of people now not wearing masks, please call us and tell us about that. 
Yeah, oh, please. Fuck the police. We, you know, fuck the, the racist pig go cops. And mm-hmm. these guys are fucking killing black people at a historic rate, killing them. Um, what's that? Ten people gathering? Excuse me, cops. Uh, we need you to take care of this problem, please. I need help. I need help now. <laughs> please. Please and thank you very much. Uh, I don't know. It, it, what I was going to say, if you ask me, and again, I think I got to stick to my brand of conspiracy theory. So if you ask me, I think this whole corona thing is a hoax. No, um, it, uh, how is it a hoax? Well, I'm not, not in the sense of it's a hoax, like it's not real, but pretty much something that was done up by the Obama ministry, or not ministry, Obama ministry, o- Obama administration uh, with China, partnering to do all this, releasing it. Like there's a lot of things that I've been reading about and researching. And it just seems like so many dots connect where it would, it like, if, if you don't see it, you know, from Fauci, his connection with Obama, what the, you know, how they funded China, and even in that specific province to fund this testing that they were doing with this specific animal, and what a coincidence is that's the animal that's being accused for all this to be done. And it's like, why would they not want to blame China? Well, if Obama and Hillary and them are tied to China, well, then of course they don't want to blame them. So there's like a lot of crazy things that I think when you see the thread, it kind of connects in a weird way. Well, we're going to be hearing about those conspiracy theories, I guess, in the future. We're going to be mm-hmm. hearing more about them, and you can tell us more about them. Let's get back to this uh, guy on the beach here, because first of all, this guy's sitting by himself, and then all of a sudden, there's uh, about two cops on ATVs surrounding him, breaking social gathering guidelines, but it's okay if it's the cops that are breaking the rules. It's okay mm-hmm. if they're the ones if, with the guns. It's okay if they have the power and you don't have the power. That's the bottom line of all this. It's like, why are we so willing to give government the power when they we yeah. have liberty and they should know we have the choice? It's not like we want to go out there. Um, <clears throat> matter of fact, I think this keeps going. Uh, with uh, California, bans protesting because you mm-hmm. can't go outside. So let me get this next link up here. This comes from sacbee.com, the Sacramento Bee. Buzz, buzz, buzz. The news is buzzing over here. Following Monday's protests at the state capitol where demonstrators defied Governor Gavin Newsom's order banning large gatherings, the California Highway Patrol says it will no longer issue permits for events at any state properties, including the capitol. Um, so that's why I want to get there. There was a protest all over the place, actually. It happened all over mm-hmm. the place. They called it Operation, was it Lockdown, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, um, it was something like that. I know there was something here in Austin also. Yeah, people, people taking pictures of them and going, look at these people. They are gathering. They're social gathering and uh, – they're, they're going to hurt people. They The argument we get a lot about this, and it's not that I don't believe it's happening and I think we should get to work, is that even they'll say now, they'll say now the flu does not kill as much as the coronavirus killed a year. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty close still. But the flu has a vaccine, right? Yeah. And so those are the numbers with the vaccine, Imagine coronavirus with a vaccine. So we haven't seen anything going on. We don't even know if we're going to get a vaccine at all or even close. Um, I I guess hydroxychloroquine, not so good, at least through this first um, first study that comes out. And I guess it's not an 
full case study or anything yet, but it's one of the studies that we've been waiting for, and that one wasn't so good. So we got more coming. Hopefully it still works. Mm-hmm. And I was saying in these previous shows, oh, boy, I hope that's the thing because we were so mad about the fake news talking about Trump touted this hydroxychloroquine yep. and this couple drank uh, hydroxychloroquine and uh, fucking died. The, the man died and the woman didn't die. And then we found out later that that woman. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's just it's for fish. Like, what was it like uh, to clean the stupid fish tank? It's like, come on, man. It's and that's what I'm saying. Like when you know, and the reason you know, there's a like the first like week and a half, it was weird because there's like you know I'm a very optimistic person. So even though this was going on, I was kind of like, all right, fuck it, whatever. You know, we'll get through this. But then when we got laid off and it was kind of like, all right, just to know that, you know, it's better to be on unemployment than to not and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, all right, cool, I get it. And after the first week, it was kind of like, oh, man, like maybe this is real. Maybe this isn't a conspiracy, right? But then like after the second week and definitely going into the third week of this, like just to see that the the way that the media was treating this and that the way the Democrats were treating this and how they were using it as a ploy to get their agenda across. That's when I was like, wait, if you guys are not taking this serious, why should I? Like, you guys are using this as another way to say, oh, Trump failed as president, rather than saying, no, we must unite as a country. So once I saw them, like, not taking it serious, I, you know, in my head, it was kind of like, wait, was this another, try? you know, because when you just look at the way it went every time they tried to get Trump on something and it failed, it would only be months until the next thing would pop up. And right before this happened, it was the Ukraine thing. And now this, so I just feel like it's too much of coincidence to have been an accident. That's all I'm saying. And that's kind of what I meant as a hoax. Like it was too much of a coincidence to be an accident. However, this got released, you know? Yeah. There, there's something about the way that they keep doing things. And we know that they're back to, trying to start an investigation on mm-hmm. his conduct and well, we'll get to that in a little, a little later. Cause I do have something of him going to these, uh, the making these task force meetings that are happening like almost every day, I guess they're every day and yeah. uh, some networks are not going to show them anymore because they're riddled with inaccuracies, misinformation um, and stuff. Misinformation. And, that, and that's crazy because I think to myself, what other president would put himself out there this much for the people to see? Like Trump is saying, not only are, is the media lying to you, let me put myself out there this much so you guys could see your, the evidence for yourself. You know what I mean? And that's why I feel like more people are coming to Trump's side because they're watching these things. And now that's why they don't want to play them anymore because it's like, damn, now we're being shown to be liars. You know, you see people like Don Lemon and, and, and Cuomo going crazy on air. And it's like, yeah, because you guys hate your job and you're just fucking playing this game. And now more than ever is it coming out, you know, even when Dan Crenshaw went off on Bill Maher. I don't know if you guys saw that interview, but he murdered him. And it's just like now you see that the only reason Bill Maher is as intelligent as he seems is because of the way that the, the, the audience plays to his attention. But when you take all that away, you see that he can be bodied by anybody who has some sort of intelligence on what's really going on out, you know? And I think Dan Crenshaw is a beast and he just kind of like ruined Mar, I think. I, I watched that too. And how many times have you always, have you heard that argument? Like, 
Oh man, how you're so smart. How can you vote for or support somebody like this? I mean, you're so yeah. like, like someone with your intelligence, how can you do that? And that's, that's just showing that they don't, they don't understand you. They don't yeah. understand. And it's, it's their way or the highway. How can mm-hmm. you think like that? Just, how, well, maybe you should try to make a standard thought on how somebody would think like that. It's that's called empathy. Exactly. Um, if you can't think of, if you can't think of how someone feels about it, they actually make it up and they go, what's easiest to say? Sexist, racist. What the hell's going on there? Cool. And is that me? Is that me? I think that might be Brandon. He's messing around. I hope we're not off the air by any, by any means, but we're, we were talking about these protests here and how, uh, was it in California? They banned it. They said no more. And for, for one thing that you can't, you can't do that. That's unconstitutional again for one. Listen, I'm no constitutional lawyer or do I think I know everything about it, but I know the one thing about, the constitution is that there's something about freedom of assembly, freedom of speech and religion and freedom to protest. Mm -hmm. And that is part of freedom of speech and that shall not be infringed. Um, Bottom line is you can't do that. I don't care. Mm -hmm. These, they, they are overstepping. They're overstepping their, their role as the government. We, we get it. We, we don't have to uh, protest, but I feel like people need to want to get back to work and in some sort of capacity, we can do it. And with, especially now that a lot of businesses got the bailout or the mm-hmm. small business loan, they can put on the more employees again and they can, we could uh, get a little bit back. Well, things are going to get a little weird. Uh, you're going to have to, if you're in the service industry, you're going to have to be loading into a lot of trunks, you know? Well, it's also like, come on, man. Like you're telling me, right? Again, I like I don't be- I, I I don't believe in the 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 form of macro or macro evolution that people do. But if if people believe in in the science of evolution and and you know uh, survive with the fittest and all this kind of stuff, if that is your ideology and your philosophy in life. Then, then the coronavirus is just another way of nature taking care of itself, and the people who survive, they survive, and the ones who die, they die. You know, so it's even looking at that kind of mindset. You know, kind of even what you were talking about earlier, Carl, was like trying to empathize, like even getting to that kind of worldview. Because in even in I was reading this article that even said how from this April to last April the name of Jesus has been searched 800 more times. So even this, this pandemic has made people search for God or have some sense of religion. You know what I mean? So I feel like this kind of has shaken so many people in a good way. And I think staying stuck at home has kind of made us have that angst of like, Oh man, life is short and we want to go enjoy it. Let us enjoy it. Even if we die, like let us enjoy some of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, while, while you were saying that, it got me to remember something else about Earth Day, because I want to cut right back into that real quick, the Earth Day conspiracy. Um, not only is Earth Day on the 22nd, they believe, and this is the conspiracy, that the man who invented it, who killed his his, uh, his girlfriend, they call him the Unicorn Killer. Let me just double check his name. Unicorn Killer. Bro, you're giving me a lot of shit to research tonight, man. This is, uh, his name is Ira uh, Einhorn. So Einhorn, like uh, in Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, I, Finkel and Einhorn. 
Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's Ira Einhorn. Okay. So anyways, this guy is so commie, right? He's so commie. He wanted to make Earth Day on the 22nd of April. Do you know whose birthday is on April 22nd? Vladimir Ilyinich Ulyanov. Ulyanov? Otherwise known as uh, Lenin. So, by the John way. Lenin? No, not, not Lenin. Uh, <laughs> come on. Don't you know who that guy is? Vladimir. Look it up. We'll go Vlad. Vladimir the Great? No. <laughs> Ilyinich. Ilyinich. Really I'm enough. telling you, you're, you're opening up this whole new world for me, dude. I like, I'm loving it. He was a, a former premier of the Soviet Union. So, and his birthday is today. So that's part of the conspiracy too. Anyways, well, let's move on. Thought you can absorb that a little bit. Okay, I will. that's dope. Got to get more into this uh, this government overstep in the boundaries of yes. what they can do. And here's one thing: sand dumped in skate parks. This comes from CBS uh, CBS News. This is unbelievable. California city fills skate parks with 37 tons of sand after people ignore no trespassing signs. Now, um, this is not cool. California is not messing around when it comes to, to prevent the spread of coronavirus during this pandemic. After skaters ignored the no trespassing signs on popular skate park in San Clemente, extreme measures were taken to prevent people from going to the spot. To be certain no one would go there and hang out or skate, the park was filled with sand. All parks in California have been shut down since April 1st, but some people took the ruling more seriously than others. According to the San Clemente Times, city officials say they noticed many people of all ages going in and out of the park that they should not be there. My goodness, they should not be there. You shouldn't be there. You shouldn't be there. You should Damn. shut the fuck up. You don't tell me where I should be. You don't tell me what I need. That's another thing. They'll go, you don't need that. You don't need a hundred rounds, dude. You don't need that. You don't need a dog. What do you need a dog for? You know, yeah. this is this is we have we have needs in this in this life. And they well, shit, look at China. China was like, Well, you don't need a daughter. Yeah, they were right, like, like, you don't need a daughter. <laughs> we got a daughter. We got a lot of those. Yeah, we, we got plenty of those. We're, 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 dude, we're chin up to those. Chin up. All right, anyways, that's more hypocrisy. So here's something else here. Now, people, now we're talking more back the, the stay at home protests, I think, called Operation Gridlock, if you will. And Trump being accused of inciting these protesters. Now, this comes from a very reputable source here. They're called the Huffington Post. So let's see how they have nothing really good to say about Trump. So just prepare to hear something pretty gnarly about them or just completely false. But listen, just listen to it first. Trump defends right-wing protesters fighting coronavirus restrictions. These are great people. (laughs) All right. So President Donald Trump on Sunday defended right-wing protesters. He has encouraged to rally against state coronavirus restrictions. Since last week, thousands of protesters in more than a dozen states have taken to the streets to demand stay-at-home orders to be lifted. Public health officials have warned that lifting restrictions too early can lead to a spike in cases. Yeah, it can, but the death rate's pretty low, I guess, and people are living with it. Just stay at, I think the, uh, you know what, fuck it, don't listen to me. I, I don't have any of the answers for it. I, 
listen to the experts, you know, the, but the experts are also sort of like, we should close down. And, but is that going to stop? Listen, I'm not trying to get into it. Let's just keep reading this Huffington Post uh, garbage, right? Uh, the protesters have been mostly right-wingers, anti-vaccination advocates, and gun rights a- activists who in some photos can be seen standing close together without masks or gloves. <gasps> oh no, in defiance of social distancing guidelines meant to slow the spread of the virus. Oh my goodness. Let's see if we can see some of these pictures here. Any of the pictures? No pictures. Um, let's get to Trump saying, can you go to that Trump tweet where he's saying something? Uh, it's in the same, uh, you just got to scroll down a little bit there, Mr. Hardhat. Uh, and you'll see Donald Trump in the next one. Go down. Or, I mean, I can't see it. I'm like a I'm back a bit. All right, play that. Play that, Aaron Rupar. Uh, you, you referred to these protests earlier. You know, some of them are getting pretty intense, and we're actually getting some death threats and some governors who are reluctant. You are in the media? No, the governors are getting death threats. Now, governors of Kentucky, Michigan, Virginia, they're getting increased levels of death threats. And are you concerned that you're talking about liberation and the Second Amendment? Are you inciting violence among a few people? I've seen the people. I've seen interviews of the people. These are great people. Look, they want to get, they call cabin fever. You've heard the term. They've got cabin fever. They want to get back. They want their life back. Their life was taken away from them. And, you know, they learned a lot during this period. They learned to do things differently than they have in the past. And, you know, they'll do it, hopefully, until the virus has passed. And when the virus passes, I hope we're going to be sitting next to each other in baseball games, football games, basketball games, ice hockey games. I hope we're going to be sitting next to each other. I hope you have golf. The Masters is going to have 100,000 people, not 25 people watching. At the course. Article here, and this is where it gets really good and juicy. Trump's enabling response to the protesters echoed his handling of the 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, where neo Nazis protested against taking down Confederate monuments in a violent white supremacist rally that left one counter protester dead and dozens injured. Wow. After the Charlottesville, which is, by the way, really bad, it does, it's stupid, but Again, this is where they're going to try to say that these people that are protesting, probably the same type of people that would be at the Unite the Right rally, uh, you know, the people that weren't Antifa, because Antifa is only there because they're against fascists. So anyone that they're fighting is obviously a fascist, right? But they keep saying it over and over. We had a listener. He doesn't want, he doesn't listen anymore because he, he loved Jimmy so much that he left with Jimmy. Um just he called me evil, very bad. He would have loved you, by the way, uh, David. You would have loved him. Um, but do we keep forgetting that he denounces them over and over? He denounces white supremacy, neo-Nazis, you know. But he goes, Trump said that Nazis are very fine people. He says that. He said they're very fine people. You know that. Trump never says that Nazis are very fine people, but the left just keeps forgetting. Put on that video there. Mr. Brandon. Taking out of context. Yeah, taking out of context. And let's play it in its uh, full context so we can prove it once again. It's the YouTube video right here. We will be discussing economic issues in Greenville later this afternoon. We got two things planned. 
It's very, I would like technical to challenges on this show, you know, that's just how it rolls, my man. It's just how we do it. That's how you know this ain't no fake. That were very fine people on both sides. You had people in that group, excuse me, excuse me, I saw the same pictures as you did. You had people in that group that were there to protest the taking down of, to them, a very, very important statue and the renaming of a park from Robert E. Lee to another name. George Washington was a slave owner. Was George Washington a slave owner? So will George Washington now lose his status? Are we going to take down, excuse me, are we going to take excuse down, me. are we going to take down statues to George Washington? How about Thomas Jefferson? What do you think of Thomas Jefferson? You like him? Okay, good. Are we going to take down the statue? Because he was a major slave owner. Now we're going to take down his statue. So you know what? It's fine. You're changing history. You're changing culture. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists. And that's who he's talking about. Thank you, Brandon, for playing that. That's who he's talking about here. And then, again, he defends it. Washington Post here denounces them completely, I think even by name. Look, at in Washington Post, Trump denounces KKK, neo-Nazis, as repugnant. Yeah, that's a a word, repugnant, repugnant. (laughs) Man, crazy. Anyways as a response to Charlottesville, over and over. We have to keep defending that. Oh, he he's a Nazi. He And pe- people will say, oh, okay, okay, fine. He's not a Nazi. But the Nazis, neo-Nazis, love him. God, you got it. He emboldens them with his, with this kind of rhetoric that he has, and they're emboldened, and now they're coming out in force. And there's some they're, – they're the people we have to worry about, David. No, yeah, and I mean, I don't know – when I again, this to me, this this is the kind of stuff that kind of pushed me more and more to the right was when you would see the headline and then you would see then you would see the full context or you would actually read the article and the headline was this disinformation that was you know so the other day you know my wife was like oh you know do you hear we have to now wear masks and I think it was like a week after the whole Corona thing happened. It was like mandatory masks. And she was like, man, now we got to wear masks. And I'm like, well, let me see. And I read, like, I just skimmed the article and it was, it's not that you have to wear masks. They're not mandatory. It's more suggested. So it's like, you see like how people try to get like clickbait or they just want to like shake you and scare you. And it's like that, like that kind of stuff is what made me go more and more to the right. When you saw how the media would twist the words of not just Trump, but, so many other people to just again get their agenda across and the more you see that the more that like the the beauty of hollywood begins to fade away well yeah speaking of which man uh lying and misleading let's go to this next link here and uh we got the nazi flag at a trump rally now this is something that struck me because uh, i do see what i do see here and if you want to pop up that picture here um we've got a photo of a man holding up a Nazi flag and it says Trump and Pence and it's a Nazi flag. Um, this is terrible. And if you look up Nazi flag and uh, I think, I don't think I made any uh, links to him, but um, the bottom line here is that now people are responding to it. Now he look, if you look at some of these extra pictures, you see that he's actually on 
the Bernie side. So it was like a, there was a Trump side, there was a Bernie rally, or there are people for Bernie pro, mm. anti-protesting or counter-protesting the Trump people. And this guy showed up with his uh, hate Nazi shirt on, and you see on the bottom right there, and go to the left there, he's got a Bernie sign. And then he's up close, that's him, and then that's him holding the... Nazi flag there. And then I looked into this. And if you look into some of the, the, the comments, people are the defenses. Oh, this guy's obviously protesting uh, Trump. And I go, okay, how is that going on by putting that up there? You are the one holding on to a swastika right now. You're mm. the one holding on to that. You, you're the one that owns that flag. You supported that flag by by buying that or something. You know, well, yeah, and you can see how he's intentionally standing behind the Trump people and the American flag people, and not behind the and not in front of the Bernie people. That's right. He, he, wants, he, he wants to make it seem like he is a part of the Trump crowd. And maybe somebody was like, "Hey, go over there, pull that out mm-hmm. real quick, snap the quick picture. It's going to go viral, and boom." That's how you make a bunch of redneck Trump supporters look way, way bad because yep. that's what they all are. And by the way, the guy's wearing a, a like a dead Kennedy shirt, I think, or something like that. And it's got the swastika that's crossed out. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, from far away, all I see is that fucking swastika. But, dude, I get it. Fucking Nazis are bad. I hate them. I wouldn't sport a swastika no matter what it is. Yeah. I wouldn't support a swastika that's got a cross through it. You know, it's like, what the fuck? You own something that has a swastika on it. You're, you, maybe look at that as you have a swastika. Take it easy. Take it freaking easy. All right. And um, let's go to this next one here. Trump shows off the timeline at a press conference showing how well he and his team have responded to the virus. Because there's yeah, been tons of things where people are like, Trump is to blame. Trump's to blame for this, man. Like, he knew that this thing was going on. The WHO was saying all sorts of stuff, man, saying, we, we, this is human-to-human contract, man. Contact and contract and whatever it all is, man. And we got to be careful here, man. But you didn't do it, Donald. You didn't. You certainly didn't do it in time. And you killed a couple hundred thousand yeah, people. with blood's on your hands. Blood's on your hands, man. Yeah. So let's watch this uh, video that uh, Donald Trump had to do with We're concerned right now with the flu in this country. A lot of people are concerned about. What's that? Man, I don't know what Twitter, happened to this. Twitter other always does this. It's not going to. It's not gonna window. Play. I just want to go on. It's not going to play this. this video. All right. Don't worry about that. He maybe you can find it. Anyways, uh, let's go to this Washington Post link here because it, it all goes into – well, bottom line, if you watch the Bill Maher, Dan Crenshaw interview, which I recommend, it was rather good in a good mm-hmm. way of understanding how to talk to somebody that's got TDS. I mean, he's so calm and collective and in, in, in <laughs> articulate. And that's what's real helpful. And he goes in uh, to saying how Trump handled this and how Trump did the the ban, uh, the travel ban from China, and how Joe Biden himself was calling it xenophobic. And he said uh, the the he said the 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 you know the thing, you know the thing. <laughs> uh, so let's go to this Trump. 
false claim here because Trump's been saying the who, yeah, the not the band, but the who, the World Health Organization just hasn't. They weren't. They didn't do things correctly, and we're going to mm-hmm. defund them. And he's pretty. He's pretty uh, teed off about that. By by the way, by the way, let's see here. So this this is a fact check. Trump's false claim that the WHO said the coronavirus was not communicable. Um, communicable. So we can do that one, but let's go to the next one, uh, Brandon, because this is the fact check, the fact checkers, because basically they're saying that this is a false claim. Um, mm-hmm. They did. They did not say that. But then we look at the fact, and this is many times I've done this on the show with, uh, what was it? it's not PolitiFact, but Polita. Uh, it might be politifact, but they would say things like Trump said that we pay the most for everybody's fucking military or something. It was like that. And um, they said that's false. But then they go, it is it is true that we do pay a very big, big lump sum of it, maybe more than everybody else. It's like the way that they're saying it is this throws out the fact that you said that that was false a second ago. So the blaze here, the Washington Post fact checks rate, fact check rates Trump claim about who false and provides at least nine examples showing that it was actually true. And so let's go here. This is written by Leon Wolf. What a name, Leon Wolf, uh, with no hair on his head. Uh, you'd think that a, a wolf would have, uh, you know, be wolfmanish in a remarkable <laughs> display of journalistic uh, activism the washington post rated one of president D- donald trump's recent claims about the world health organization as false then proceeded to include dozens of examples illustrating why the claim is actually true uh the claim in question concerned trump's assertion assertion excuse me in explaining why he was halting funding to the organization that through the middle of January, who parroted and publicly endorsed the idea that there was not human-to-human transmission, despite records, uh, reports, and clear evidence to the contrary. The WHO pushed China's misinformation about the virus, saying it was not communicable. Am I saying that word right? It sounds like I'm saying it right. Um, yeah, so the Washington Post fact-checkers rated this as a false claim and went on to note the following facts that the WHO's initial alert from December 31st, 2019 about the virus indicated that there was no evidence of human-to-human transmission despite, in spite of warnings from the Taiwanese CDC that this may or might have been possible. The Washington Post fact check dismisses this as irrelevant because, quote, at best, we're talking about the last two days in December that the WHO might have been warned. So whoever the fact check, uh, however the fact check goes on to note that the WHO issued news release on January 5th, which stated, based on the preliminary information from the Chinese investigation team, no significant evidence of human-to-human transmission and no health worker infections have been reported. And it just keeps going on here. January 9th. So when does uh, when does this become a true a true claim that that they didn't know anything and they're the ones that they ignored the Taiwanese and they're the ones to blame. It's never lately. It's been let's kowtow to Chinese man. They, you know, they're definitely not the ones to blame for this. You can't call it the Chinese virus because that's racist all of a sudden, but you can't say Kung flu, you know, you can't. Even though it's funny. 
it's hilarious, by Actually, the way, but hurt. people think that you're you're hurting people, and Actually, the Asian hurt. community is is getting really hurt by this. It's getting really, really hurt by this. All right, we got to keep moving on here. Got about a half an hour left. You guys are what are you saying? Give us a give us a call. Everyone drops that. No one really likes the show. We suck. By the way, let's um let's keep going. This is CNN. So this has to do with Elon Musk and ventilators. Oh man. Now, this is a great one. So Elon Musk promised ventilators never delivered to California hospitals, uh, hospitals. Governor's office says Elon Musk said, and this comes from CNN Los Angeles, uh, April 16th. So this is a couple days ago, maybe a week ago, and I might have picked it up right. This might have been Tuesday news here. Elon Musk said last month that he obtained more than 1,000 ventilators to help California hospitals treating patients infected with the coronavirus, an effort California Governor Gavin Newsom hailed as heroic. 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 Uh, Now, more than three weeks later, the governor's office says that no promised ventilators have been received by the hospitals. At a March 23rd news conference, Newsom said the devices, which can provide life-saving support to patients infected with the virus, had already arrived in Los Angeles and were on their way to hospitals in need. I told you a few days ago that he was likely to have 1,000 ventilators this week, Newsom said. They've arrived in Los Angeles, and Elon Musk is already working with Hospital Association and others to get those ventilators out. He's a freaking hero. Uh, shortly after the dramatic announcement, Musk said in a, che- a tweet, China had an oversupply, so we bought uh, 1,255 FDA-approved rest med blah, blah, blah ventilators on Friday night and airshipped them to uh, to LA, if you want a free ventilator installed, holler. And despite the claims, none of the ventilators promised by Tesla have been delivered to the hospitals, according to the governor's office. Now it goes on a little bit more. Um, Elon Musk, he told him, "We we we said this. Think about this. They're saying that, and so we're going to look into this next link here. Uh, Elon is going to strike back. So Elon's like, hey." What are you talking about, man? Like, here are the fucking receipts, man. This comes from Media-Eyed here. Um, and we'll just get to the good stuff here. Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk attacked CNN on Thursday after the network claimed in a report that Tesla's promised ventilators were never delivered in hospitals. Uh, th- quote, three weeks uh, after Tesla, blah, 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 obtained, blah, 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 blah. Sorry, I read all that in the last thing there. And then it goes into his tweets here. Um, so let's go to that first tweet down there in that picture. It goes uh, three weeks, and this is CNN going, and Elon Musk goes, what I find surprising is that CNN still exists. Um, I think because he shows the receipts and showing how they were, yeah, they were here. They they great, they worked great during testing today. We'll put these to use tomorrow. And Tesla's like, Mr. Tesla's like, come on, I got this. I got your, I got your back here. Are you looking at this here? Anyways, I literally have the receipts. This is so dumb. CNN has not been updated to this article with Musk's response. And here's the thing. They didn't even have to print it that way. You know, they're trying to point finger and make people look bad. You know, they didn't have to print that out. They could have done a little bit of, I don't know, sourcing of their uh, information now whether or not what they'll say is oh boy we're just we're just fucking 
quoting the governor's office. Well, yeah, Caller. you quote the governor's office, and then what do you do? You call Elon Musk, and you go, hey, dog, did you get those things yet? And then we don't have to print a story, but we go, oh, no, we got something juicy, and we're going to sell more fucking ads. CNN fucking fake news fucking BS again. Caller, That's you're on the air. Caller. Caller, you're on the air. Okay, let me take my Bluetooth out and uh, pay attention to the uh, real deal here. What's up, fellas? Hash Brown here. Hi. Hey, what's up, Hash, Hash Brown? Hash, what's what's up? happening, dude? Uh, I feel like I'm interrupting a serious political debate here I wasn't prepared for. Well, that's okay. What did you want to talk about? Uh, I, I wanted to play a game. Uh, last time I tried to play a game, I got fucked over, and uh, I, I want to play a game. Well, we don't have any games ready to play. So, uh, you know, sorry. sorry. All right. Well, what's the what's the shape of Italy? What what game do I want to play? Have what's a hard the, what, time here. What, what, what's the shape of Italy? Get ready to kick them off because it's cause it's the boot. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Ashman. I can't hear you very well, and your audio is pretty bad. So sorry, man. Neil Anderson's back online. What's up, man? He's uh, saying live from Austin, Texas. That's right. I don't know if that's where you're from, but that's not where we're from. We're in a floating tin can. For the world. All right. So did they or did they not receive the vents? KTLA got the answer so let's look at that next link my man mr brandon the hard hat mitchell ktla look at that pretty picture of that south african man elon musk said last week that he obtained more than 1,000 ventilators to help the blah 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 and he was called blah 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 now three weeks later the governor's office now uh, this is basically trash i don't need i'm sorry to bring up that fucking thing okay the ventilators are there. Matter of fact, they said we got enough, and now we can give them out to other people. Uh, New York is also fucking saying we didn't have enough, but now we have enough all of a sudden, and then, uh, yeah, we're back to normal. We're good. We don't need them. We don't need as many as we're, we'll We'll be back to normal. We'll be just fine. So I want to go to some funny stuff. Let's go to fun, funny, funny stuff. Let's watch this video because now we know that uh, Mr. Biden is probably going to be the front runner, and we're going to have three glorious debates against <sighs> Uh, Donald J. Trump. So, uh, what do you think, David, about Joe Biden? Um, as a person or as a uh, as a candidate? Well, as a candidate, um, have you ever watched a full speech of his? Uh, I've tried. So I've watched a lot of the debates. Um, <laughs> and they didn't let him talk much then either, but. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Biden. I think Biden is a freaking creep. Um, I think that he, I don't know, man. He seems like such a shady dude. You know what I mean? I, I just don't trust him. And the thing the thing about, like, the thing that I've come to see about the Trump name calling has been how all of his names have come to life. You know what I mean? Like, people would always give him crap for saying, oh, crooked Hillary. But the more that we come to find out about Hillary Clinton is that she's really crooked. Or Sleepy Joe, and now the more that we come to find about about Joe is that he really is sleepy, like he doesn't know what's going on, or like all these nicknames he has for people, like he was so criticized about that in the beginning, and now people, or even the, using the term fake news, like he was criticized about that for so long until people started jumping on the back of my wagon and saying, wow, he's right, the news is fake. And so even with all this, it's just like, 
you know, it's, it's crazy when you see someone like Joe Biden and there's more than enough information out there that has been shown to show him crooked that you could find anywhere that's easily accessible of him touching girls or whatever it is. But then when you see Trump, it's, it really isn't right. Like they try to, they try to pin them against each other, but like if they really wanted to find dirt on Trump, they would have found it already. And it's very easy to find it on Biden. So I feel like it's not even going to be, I I just, I just really want to see what Biden does against Trump because I think it's going to be funny. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Bernie, I thought Bernie was actually going to go pretty far, but he didn't actually go very far. And so we got we got Progressive Joe over here. I think Progressive Joe's pretty, uh, it's pretty funny there, Progressive Joe. You know, the only thing progressive about Joe is his dementia. That's progressive. Yeah. That's the only thing progressive about the guy. Yeah, anyways, let's play this video because now he's been endorsed. Everyone's endorsed him. By a Bernie's endorsed him. And even now his his old pal, Obama, has finally endorsed him. He wanted to thank him with a little nibble-nibble. It won't play, play this it. Video. It won't play it. It's not playing? It's private. It won't play it. Oh, Obama. Jesus, Murphy. Can you play it? Can we play it from me? I don't even know if I can get my well, screen if you up. Tell me mind. if you tell me what the video is. You can probably find um, it. Yeah, Obama it's, uh, endorsing. I don't know. Shoot, too bad, man. Yeah. All right. Let me see. This is uh, two times in a row where I couldn't. Uh, I messed up on a link. It's just, 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 it's not a good. It's not a good look, man. But uh, it's too bad. Too bad. Sorry. It was a fun thing. It's the virus has gotten into everything. Oh, that's too bad. It's too bad. Uh, but anyways, it, it's a joke. It, it, it's basically doesn't. It's unflattering. It zooms in on him taking a nibble of his wife's, uh, of his wife's fingers <laughs> or whatever, and it like superimposes a little bit of, of Barack Obama in there, and it's like, well, don't do it, man. Now he's forced to endorse him. He could have endorsed him a lot earlier, a but lot anyways. Twitter suspends a prominent conservative for using Joe Biden's uh, meme maker here. So we're going to go into this red state article. And a lot of people don't think red state's a very reputable source. And uh, that's just because they may not handle opinion and the news responsibly. Um, but we can still use this because this is this is actual news here. Well, someone actually suspend, got suspended. So last month, Twitter suspended the accounts of dozens of conservative bloggers, writers, podcasters, pundits, and politicians, including our own Nick, whatever his uh, freaking name is, um, without reason. Two, uh, two very prominent accounts, Rudy Giuliani and Turning Point USA's Charlie Kirk, were, quote, temporarily, temporarily locked for uh, violating the Twitter rules regarding COVID-19 misinformation. Whatever they deem is misinformation, mm-hmm. uh, of course, is that's that's, uh, that's what's going on here. That's just all that's going on here. Nothing to see here. Why is it okay to do that? Not sure, not sure. But nobody can take a fucking joke, and a lot of it are, are these memes, right? Um, let's see, are there any memes in this that those... Oh, yeah, so, yeah, so the memes here will... <laughs> this is what got them banned here. I'm on Team Joe and it's Chairman Z, and it's like behind a communist flag and text Joe to three zero three three zero, and people are like, "This is misinformation." Yeah, do you think uh, the Democrats are going? Oh, really? Oh, Chairman, he has, he's all about the fucking Team Joe. Do they? Do people think that these aren't jokes here? Is there any more? 
that's just one of the good ones there. Anyways, let's go to the next link here. Uh, yeah, we're oh, geez, oh, geez I got I got through all my stuff. So let's go to this wonderful Trump stuff here, and this is a great Trump video of just a big Trump nope. So I thought we can watch this funny video. You'll notice I was not here over the weekend. I think this is the part that we really need to take personal responsibility for. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I'm gonna play it again. I can't so find. Dummy. I can't find where that other screen went. So it's 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 so freaking weird. Oh, it's right here. Maybe it's right here. Oh, there she there she goes. Okay. All right. So we're getting through a lot of this You'll stuff. You'll notice I was not here over the weekend. I think this is the part that we really need to take personal responsibility for. Saturday, I had a little low-grade fever. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. yeah. Play that again. Play that again. Perfect. Perfect communicating time. here over the weekend. I think this is the part that we really need to take personal responsibility for. Saturday, I had a little low-grade fever. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gone. Peace, peace out. Later. He's like, later, bitch. I'm, uh-uh, I ain't going to get sick. I'm the president. You feel me? Um, and so, yeah, here's Trump did now, uh, announces defunding of the WHO uh, because, obviously, they mishandled information yep. that could have really helped us out here, and we could have had a travel ban that was sooner, all that crap here. Um, the World Health Organization, while a review is conducted to assess the World Health Organization's role in severely mismanaging and covering up the spread of the coronavirus, everybody knows what's going on there. American taxpayers provide between 400 million and 500 million million dollars per year to the WHO and country. Got a poor connection over there. That's okay. You know, we're streaming. He's streaming all this stuff, man. You know, that's going to happen. Sometimes that happens. But anyways, defunding it. Um, maybe someone else can put some money into it. Maybe China can uh, put a little bit of more, mm. a little bit more money into there. God knows that uh, we didn't freaking release the fucking virus. And now there's even more evidence, and maybe we can look this up. He was on Tucker Carlson. To hear about <laughs> how uh, that we may be that what we do, we have warships going to China, we, like with some American warships in Australia, um, going to China because I think China is trying to start some with like North Korea or something like that because Kim Jong Un or whatever is down. Yeah, I heard something about that uh, Mr. Kim Jong-e is uh, yeah. you know, feeling so good, and his sister might, is, is the next to be on the throne. So mm-hmm. and They showed a picture of her. Can you pull up her picture? Her name, her name is like Young, um, Kim Jong-young, I think it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she, dude, they, they, straight picture of her like looking like this. She's straight fucking pissed looking. Thanks, bro. Oh man, I'm ready. To, oh boy, give me the fucking throne. She's like, she, she's like, you thought my brother was bad. Just yeah, wait, fuck, dude. She, she's you like, just wait till I get my, just wait till I get my period. No, she'd be the supreme leader. Supreme leaders don't have their period. She's so efficient. She gets somebody else to have it for her. 
That's very smart. <laughs> She's wearing it right there. Let's see. You're just looking through some pictures. Yeah, but anyways, it was a, it was a pretty recent article, so I thought it would be up there. It, it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter at all. So, we got Neil, like Bob Ross. Wait, it don't matter at all. We got all. Neil Anderson saying, surely someone else can pick up the tab for the who. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So, let's go into some Dem- Democrat stuff. And we got a, we got a few minutes left here, and I thought we can talk about how Trump trashes Aunt Nancy, calling her a third-rate politician. Meanwhile, they're trying to open up another investigation on his response to the pandemic. Let's watch that video or this Twitter. Uh, they're not going to play. They're not playing. Yeah, they're just not. Load, they're just not loading up. Yeah, they're it's, kind of it's always imperative. Twitter for some reason. It's always Twitters that do that? Yeah, that's what it seems like. Well, um, anyways, maybe you can look up this video. There was a video that uh, – who put that out? Do you know which one I'm talking about, David? Um, with uh, Nancy, she was talking yeah, about where's the, all these ice cream and everything. Oh, yeah, where she's encouraging yeah. people to go to Chinatown and all that kind of stuff. And, like, uh, by the time she was saying that, Trump was already talking about putting a ban on China and traveling and all that stuff. And so the argument is if this was as serious as you say it is, why are we asking people to go out? If you if you're disagreeing with everything that I'm saying, right, and uh, that's yeah. exactly right. But then there's actually, and, again, another- and that's what I mean by the hypocrisy. It's kind of like you're saying this thing, but when you look at the evidence, like a few days ago, you were calling everybody to go out. So what's the truth? Yeah, and uh, dude, they were saying, oh, masks. We don't need to be wearing masks yet, you know. And then that's all of a sudden, no, we got to be wearing masks. We got to be so. They they were all reporting this stuff, and Trump's to blame because he, you know, xenophobic and all that stuff. Um, not to mention, there's this video, and I want you to look for it, Brandon. It's Nancy Pelosi and um, her ice cream, and it's the ice cream video. And let's see if we can watch this actual video of this. She is in love with ice cream, and she doesn't know what she's going to do with it if she didn't have ice cream. But let's see if, if you could find that, Mr. Guy. Uh, of course, it's going to so take great. me back to Twitter. I don't oh, think I've seen this one. But let's, let's give it a try. More Twitter, huh? Let's give it a try. Maybe you can just like search on YouTube or something. Yeah, stall for time. I'll, I'll do that real quick. Oh, that, yeah, it looks like a picture. She was talking about uh, how she's got this special gelato, and it's like my favorite. It's my favorite. And um, and then it's it shows, and I think Donald Trump puts it out, and he, it's all about her saying this and how She's definitely done some stalling in these relief bills, right? I mean, the first one that I can think of is that the relief bill for the small business loans, how they were stalling on that. Republicans wanted more and they said no. Um, They kind of stalled that, but then eventually it went through. But now it's empty, and so now they're passing more to, so that we can get them more. But in the first place, it's like all this lagging in the first place. Like, why didn't you just do this? But instead, we got to put in, throw in these uh, secret little bills that involve uh, less carbon emissions in the future that have nothing to do with yeah, the coronavirus right now. Um, we got to really give, uh, well, I can't remember all of them, man. They were so bad. We read we read a lot of them on online there. Let's see. $24,000 worth of refrigerators behind her. So they say, oh, they say that's a refrigerator of that costs $24,000. Oh, yeah, look at this. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. And this is 
This is something you can get through the mail. Okay. Run out. Now show, show me. You? Yeah, absolutely. This is the episode of Cribs I never knew I needed. Oh my! Wow. Other people in our family go for some other flavors, but chocolate, and then we have some other chocolate here. <laughs> See, I've always felt a connection with you, and now I understand why. Mm -hmm. Since you've been uh, isolating in your house, how much uh, of, your, of your regular diet do you think is ice cream and candy? Well, uh, um, as much as possible. Uh, it is, uh, it, 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 I enjoy it. I like it better than anything else. And I don't know why, but it seems to agree with me. I have a lot of energy. And we just got it restocked with the ice cream uh, right for Easter Sunday because we were, shall we say, enjoying. I don't know what I would have done if ice cream were not invented. I just wonder. That I agree. Matter. I don't know who I am without it. <laughs> well, thank you for that little okay, sneak so th There's this other one here. Um, I think this is the one. Let them eat ice cream. It's Nancy Bullock. Yeah, I think this might be it here. If you put in Pelosi ice cream remix, and it's called Let Them Eat Ice Cream, uh, Nancy Antoinette. And I think this is the this is the one where they remixed it with uh, some really good results here. We turn now to that $350 billion fund to help small businesses and its workers get through the shutdown. It will be up to for a quarter of a trillion dollars in 48 hours. I said, well, I don't, I don't think so. And they objected, and I congratulate the Senate Democrats. Speaker Pelosi, what are you going to share with us from your home? Chocolate candy. Thousands have been forced to wait for hours at food banks all across the country. This is... Oh, my. Chocolate, and then we have some other chocolate here. We just got it restocked with the ice cream. You don't want to eat up everything all at one time. I can't do it much longer. I'm trying so hard. We were, can we say, enjoying. Having to admit that, yeah, we're starving, and I like it better than anything else. Taping this segment, there are 22 million people out of This work. specific program is about stopping <laughs> job losses today. This is hurting people bad. Other people in our family go for some other flavors, but... Right now, it's survival mode. You don't know where that next something else is going to come from. I don't know what I would have done if ice cream were not invented. I just wonder. <laughs> I am Donald Trump, and Man. I approve this message. That was a good one. I have not seen that one. Isn't that great? Yeah, that man. A pretty uh, good geez, one. so much fun stuff here. We've gone through the whole doc. Is there anything pending that you wanted to talk about, David? Uh... Not really, but one thing that, that just got brought to mind, and I don't know if you guys were able to watch it, was that uh, Corey Feldman documentary. There's a Corey Feldman documentary? Yeah, he released one called The Rape of Two Corys like a week ago. Get out of here. Can we watch that? Um, let's watch that, that trailer if we can. Yeah, and um, he named names. One of the biggest names he named was Charlie Sheen. Oh boy, let's come on. Let's get this. Uh, it, what's it on right now? Uh, it's on his. Uh, you have to get it from his thing. Yeah, right, let's yeah. Watch. I, I actually I'm, saw it on YouTube, so I don't know if if YouTube hasn't taken it down. All right, I'm, 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 I'm. Your interpretation of that 911 call, okay? Mm. I want to play it. You could hit play on this, okay? If you've heard the whole thing or whatever, <sighs> just hit play whenever you're ready.
Tell me who raped Corey Haim. Why is it gotta have parentheses? My truth. That was my yeah, truth. I'm, well, yeah, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see if it's on still on YouTube. I think they took it down. Pay per view. Um, so I guess he's not giving it out for free. So I guess you're out so, for oh, money. Wait, or uh, what do you got? There, no. Yeah, because there's some that say that's what it is. But so what people try to do was. Um, so he, he uh, so he had a release in California in a theater, and he was also having uh, it live streamed, and so it was going to be a release for people to buy online and watch it, and then another and and the release in California. But what happened was that apparently uh, they crashed his site, and they were threatening the theater and stuff like that. But um, so he wasn't able to let the people online watch it. Um, but the people in California saw it and then he did another one the next day and that one ended up being fine. And there was one person who actually put the entire thing up and I saw it the following day that it was up there. Um, but I don't know. So there's some that say it, but it's just like the entire live stream and you don't really watch it. So you have to look for the one that is actual, like the actual movie, or I think you could get it on his website, but it's really interesting, man. Like there it's, there's so much stuff that he talks about. Uh, from directors and other actors that is just like, again, something you've always known, something a lot of people know. I think he wants to... Who does he say? Um, So Charlie Sheen is the biggest one that he says. Other ones are like other directors. I can't really remember the names, but I I know that... That that clip of him crying, what's what's he... uh, Oh, I think it was the... I think it was the phone call. They had him hear the phone call that Corey Ames had, like, called about like wanting to kill himself or something like that and he like talks about how it felt you know because and he even said you know it was hard to believe it because he because Corey Ames had always kind of had that suicidal tendency so even at the time Feldman didn't really take it serious and so for him to hear it again was kind of like man that was really the last time I, I spoke to him you know what I mean um but there's like so much that he talks about and there's other like actors and other people in the industry that come out and then I'll try to get you the link, but some guy in, um, so even with our church, we've been having a live stream and stuff like that. But one of the guys sent me a link to some video that this director ended up making. And within, I think it was within four days, it had about like 16 million views or something crazy like that. And it was pretty much like uncovering everything from like the producer side of like the Illuminati in the industry. And the, and it was done by three guys who, we're in the industry and end up kind of like becoming Christians within the last year. And they wanted to make this film to expose everything that was going on in Hollywood. So that was another crazy one. So interesting, man. I got to check. Yeah. I'll try to find you those. Yeah. I'll try to find you those links too. Cause it's like a lot of crazy, you know, it's like, it, it even talks about things like the coronavirus and like, it brings in a lot of like current stuff to like last month. So it's like really, really current. And these guys, like even when they're interviewing them on tape, like they get really teary eyed because it's like, man, I didn't know I was contributing to this the entire time. Interesting. Well, dude, I, I, I might check that out. Let's let's can you put my uh, that share screen on that I have there and see how videos work if I try to play them? 
Mr. Guy. Let's see here. Let's see, I'm gonna play this here. This is what I'm gonna do to you. Don't you ever do that shit again, you hear me? You hear me? No, no, no. Oh, you can't hear that, can you? Don't touch her again. We this shit. Record this. No, no. She was touching other little girls. No, no, no. I still had her. No, it's in me. Can you guys hear it okay? I mean, it's about mm-hmm. as best for a Reddit cell phone video a wannabe Snoop Dogg filming, yeah? Is that Snoop Dogg filming? Yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg was like, get him, get him. That's locked and loaded right now. Fix this shit. Bill Gates, Microsoft, whoever the fuck. EA Sports. Y'all motherfucking server is down. Get that shit back up. We trying to play. There's a bunch of motherfuckers at home that's locked and loaded right now. Fix this shit. Bill Gates. He's yelling at Bill Gates to get the servers back up. Like, Bill Gates has nothing to do with that shit. Who thinks Snoop Dogg's like irrelevant or even. Hey, Snoop Dogg, I'll tell you right now, Snoop Dogg is a bitch, man. Did you see that, what happened with him and like retracting all that shit he talked about Oprah? Uh, because Gail ended up talking shit about um, about Kobe Bryant or whatever in some interview, and she got a lot of shit for it. Oh, and yeah, then, and he's all like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, and then Snoop goes off and starts talking shit about, like, Oprah, why don't you talk about Harvey Weinstein, and why don't you release this and that? Like, you're talking about Kobe with this thing, but Harvey Weinstein with all these girls. And then uh, some government person ends up hitting Snoop Dogg up on Twitter pretty much saying, like, you better watch out what you say about Gail. If not, like you don't, you're like you're gonna regret this and that. And then the next day, Snoop ends up putting it on Instagram, like a video of like, "Look, man, I was just wily now, but we have to have our voices heard." And you know, it's like, man, you're such a bitch, Snoop. Like you got so much in the industry that you're like just kissing ass because it's all about the money now. You know what I mean, Snoop? Maybe he started off as a gangster, but he's a little bitch now. So now when I see him trying to act that hard, I'm like, shut the fuck up, Snoop. I'll beat the shit out of you. And I'll say that. Okay, <laughs> what's up, Snoop? You wanna come at me? Come at me, son. Is he like a, like a real bad guy? Like I remember, I lived in Diamond Bar in the last years I lived in California, and I lived probably a couple miles from Snoop Dogg, where he lived in Diamond Bar, where he shot his little reality show. Like, see, I, is, see, I think someone like the game, someone like the game, or like Suge Knight, those people I'd be afraid of. But Snoop, Snoop is like with Martha Stewart all day, drinking wine and. Fucking eating the crumpets, and I'm like, whatever, Snoop. You you lost your gangster edge a long ass time ago, dude. Yeah, well, he does have this one interview where he's talking and saying something how he's trying to keep up with these these rappers, and the rappers are just like, bup, 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 and he's like, hey man, leave it with that. And they were trying to have him go, bup, 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 yeah. and he said, fuck that shit, shut fuck that shit, man. I'm Snoop Dogg. I'm Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I still, Doggy Style is still one of my favorite albums of all time, but. Yeah, man. Wow, wow, wow. Well, anyways, we're we're approaching the end of the the broadcast here. Um, Mm -hmm. So, some parting words that we can go by. Um, 
there are some fun things to do while you are sitting at home for the quarantine. You know, you could get a jigsaw puzzle. I've been saying jigsaw puzzles are hard to come by these days. And if you've been going with your leather work, have you been, have you been like keeping up with that more? Yeah. You know, I just got another order for one of these mustache wax uh, holders that I make case. Oh yeah. Got an order from that. Matter of fact, it was serendipitous by the way. He said he found the podcast and he was all like, Hey man, are you, are you, are, do you host a podcast? And like he bought, <laughs> we were talking about mustaches and shit, but anyways, that's the end of the show. You guys, we got to get out of here. Right. Yep. It's very close to the end. Yep. So, um, Dave, thank you once again. That's the Holy Hispanic on YouTube. Brandon, the hard ad Mitchell. Yo, I'm low saying that's right. 